0: You are listening to the Blooming Inspired Podcast Network. We exist to empower the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive through podcast community. Now, here is your host. Blooming Inspired Podcast, equipping and empowering the voices of women who live their lives blooming alive. Good morning. This is Michelle Bentham, host of Blooming Inspired Podcast, and I'm coming to you from Granbury, Texas today. I'm so grateful to be on the air with you today and to sharing just sharing a word of encouragement about 2019. I really feel like God is saying in 2019 that we have already been released into some destiny moments you know i was listening to um, a message by bill johnson this week and he said that he felt like in the first 90 days of this year that god was about to do some amazing work and that this will be an unprecedented season of breakthrough and i concur with that i've been hearing since um uh, the beginning of December, that what we're hearing and what I'm seeing is that God is about to bust through some things. He is about to deliver us from some things like we've never been delivered before. He is about to advance us in some things like we've never been advanced before. He is about to unleash us in a way we have never been unleashed before. And I don't know about you, but this girl is ready she's ready. I have been waiting for destiny moments to come. I have been preparing and enlarging the place of my tent and doing all of these things feeling like that these were what God has called me to do. And so today I want to read to you from Isaiah 61 and then I want to focus on the story found in Mark chapter 5. And so turn in your Bibles to Isaiah 61 and then we'll flip on over to Mark Chapter 5, after we've read in Isaiah 61. And what I'm excited about is that God is doing a new thing. He's doing a new thing. Can you say that with me? God is doing a new thing. I just want to, to stand on those promises with you. I just want to speak that truth over you. I just want to hear the Lord's heart for you in this season, and I want you to hear from his heart. And so let's pause, take a moment, ask the Lord to speak to us, and then we'll jump right into our reading. So Father God, we just thank you. We thank you. We thank you for who you are. We thank you that you're the Lord of the breakthrough, that you're Baal Pariseum, that you you burst forth like water busting through rocks. And so, Lord, I just pray that your will would be accomplished, that your truth would be told, that everything that you have to say and everything that you have to do in the next 20 minutes or so would would penetrate our hearts, overwhelm and transform our minds and change our lives in radical ways so that we can be walking, not only yielded to you, but unleashed by you today. And so thank you, God, for who you are. Thank you for who you created us to be. Thank you for sending Jesus to die for us on a cross. And thank you, Lord, that you deemed us worthy to give up your son as the sacrifice for our redemption. In Jesus' name, amen. So let's read in Isaiah 61. I'm reading from the New King James Version, and the verses are 1 through 4. says the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord has anointed me to preach good tidings to the poor he has sent me to heal the brokenhearted to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound it says in some translations he has sent me to declare release to the captives release to the captives and the opening of the prison to those who are bound Do you hear the idea of being unleashed in that context? To proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord. And then in verse four, it says, and they shall rebuild the old ruins and they shall raise up the former desolations and they shall repair the ruined city, the desolations of many generations. You see, when God restores us, when he unleashes us, it releases a transforming work In the lives of those around us. And with that comes comfort and consolation and beauty and joy and praise. It it says in verse 3 that we would be called trees of righteousness or oaks. Oak is one of the strongest, hardiest woods. Trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord that he may be glorified. That we may display his Splendor, And so with that said, I want to turn over to Mark chapter five. We'll begin reading in verse one. I'm reading from the passion translation. So always remember it may read a little differently than yours, but there's a reason why I'm reading from this translation. And that's because it, it sometimes expresses a passion and an emotional context that we don't see in some of our more traditional texts. And it says in verse 1, they arrived at the other side of the lake at the region of the Gerasenes. As Jesus stepped ashore, a demon-possessed madman came out of the graveyard and confronted him. The man had been living there among the tombs of the dead, and no one was able to restrain him, not even with trains. So this guy, the picture of him is they had been binding him up in chains and nothing restrained the madness that was in this man he was demon possessed and nobody knew what to do with him so they sent him to live in the graveyard where he could do the least amount of damage if you know what i mean they i guess they reckoned he was already dead because those demons had him so living in the graveyard would be no small thing but he was in a cave in a graveyard living And it says, for every time they attempted to chain his hands and feet with shackles, he would snap the chains and break the shackles into pieces. Now, the next time somebody tells you the devil doesn't have any power, I want you to remember this verse of scripture, because this man had some sort of agreement, generational or personal or otherwise, with the enemy that gave him great power in his life. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? The enemy is disempowered to those of us who believe he has no power. But if I make an agreement with fear, with doubt, with judgment, with the knowledge of good and evil even, with hatred, with murder, with lust, with envy, with jealousy, with sexual perversion, pornography, with selfishness of heart, If I believe I'm my own source and I can provide for myself, I might be partnering with the Antichrist spirit. If I partner with error or whoredoms or haughtiness or lying and deception or error or a spirit of slumber, a sleeping spirit. If I partner with any of those things, even the familiar spirits, maybe they're, they're spirits that have been attached to us and comfort us. But if I partner with them, I give the enemy power. Otherwise, he doesn't have any power over me if I'm in Christ. Because Christ, when I'm submitted or yielded, which is what the focus of our first quarter is, if I'm yielded to Christ, the devil has to go. That's what James tells us. Submit to God, resist the devil, and the devil has to flee. So I resist the devil. I submit myself to God. I yield to God. And I do what he tells me to do, and I say what he tells me to say. And in this way, I partner with him, and the enemy has no power over me. He was so strong that no one had the power to subdue him. Day and night, he could be found lurking in the cemetery or in that vicinity, shrieking and mangling himself or cutting himself with stones. When he saw Jesus from a distance, he ran to him and threw himself down before him screaming out at the top of the lungs. Leave me alone, Jesus, son of the most high God. Swear in God's name that you won't torture me for Jesus had already said to him, come out of that man, you demon spirit. And Jesus said to him, what is your name? And the man said mob or legion. He answered, they call me mob because there are thousands of us in this body. And he begged Jesus repeatedly not to expel them out of the region. Nearby, there was a large herd. Now, this is probably a, what we would call a familiar spirit, a regional spirit. It has attached itself to this man, but it doesn't want to leave that region. So there's something in that region that holds it in place. Nearby there was a large herd of pigs feeding on the hillside and the demons begged him send us into the pigs and let us enter enter them so Jesus gave them permission and the demon horde immediately came out of the man and went into the pigs. This caused the herd to rush madly down the steep slope and fall into the lake drowning about 2000 pigs. Now the herdsmen fled to the nearby villages, telling everyone what they saw as they ran through the countryside, and everyone came out to see what had happened. When they found Jesus, they saw the demonized man sitting there, properly clothed and in his right mind. So this man, who formerly could not be constrained by anyone, was living among the tombs in the graveyard, could not be bound by chains, who was considered to be mad or crazy, was found with Jesus, properly clothed, because he was naked before. Okay? He was naked. He didn't have any clothes on. He was cutting his body with stones. When they found Jesus, they saw the demonized man sitting there, properly clothed and in his right mind. Do you know why he was in his right mind? Because love walked in. I'm going to tell you that the most powerful thing that can come into your life is the love who is God. It says in 2 Timothy 1.7, God has not given you a spirit of fear, but a spirit of love, self-discipline, and a sound mind. You see, he, he encountered love, and love set his mind free. It unleashed him in his mind. Because even though this man could not be bound by chains, he was bound by something greater. He was bounded by the enemy of our souls. He was tethered to the enemy of our soul, and there was nothing he could do himself to escape it. There was nothing anyone else could do to help him get free except that Jesus walked up on him. Now listen to what happens next. Seeing what had happened to the man who had thousands of demons, the people were terrified. They had to be confused and wondering, why did this man cast the demon out and we couldn't? Why is it that what he did worked and what we did didn't? Why is it that he killed all of those people's pigs? Can't you imagine the things that they're asking? Those who had witnessed this miracle reported the news to the people and included who had witnessed. Let's see, and included what had happened to the pigs. Then they asked Jesus to leave their region. Do you see what the partnership in that region was against this? With this principality see that principality did not want to leave that that dark power the demons did not want to leave that region and so the people who clearly had a respect and an affinity for whatever this power was afflicting this man saw what jesus did and they said we don't want any part of that we want you to leave and as Jesus began to get into the boat to the park, the man who had been set free, unleashed from the demons, asked him, could I go with you? But Jesus answered, no. And he said to him, go back to your home and to your family and tell them what the Lord has done for you. Tell them how he had mercy on you. And this is the first clue that we have that this man has done something to cause that affliction to come upon himself because God had mercy upon him. He had compassion for him. And when we get mercy, God withholds what we deserve and he gives us grace instead. So the man left and went to the region of Jordan and parts of Syria to tell everyone he met about what Jesus had done for him. And all the people who heard his story marveled. Now, so here's what I want to say to you about all of this. In this Season in this year when when God is calling us to be released. Do you hear that word, released? It has such power on it. And he's calling us in this first quarter to yield to him. And in the second quarter he's calling us to focus on being unleashed by him. He wants to strip out everything in our lives that hinders us, that keeps us from serving him, that keeps us from our devotion and our worship of him, that keeps us from living our life on point, on target, pursuing him. So what is it in your life, beloved, that you need to be unleashed from? Sometimes that unleashing comes because we live according to the knowledge of good and evil. I'm trying to judge and discern, is this right or is this wrong? Are they right or are they wrong? Do you understand what I'm saying? when I was never meant to live in this swinging back and forth on the tree of knowledge of good and evil, but I was supposed to be vitally connected to the source of life himself, God, who came to us through Jesus Christ and empowers us through his Holy Spirit. So maybe you get, need to give up your idea of what good and evil looks like. Maybe you need to give up your idea that if you're in Christ, that you're a sinner. Because you are And have been a sinner saved by grace. And you still have the propensity to sin. But God calls you the righteousness of Christ. What would it look like if you really received the robe of righteousness he's giving you to wear and put it on and took the place of a daughter or a son in the kingdom of God? Maybe you think that um, it works for everybody else, but it won't work for you. Did you know that kind of doubt is still a sin? I love God. I believe in God. I know I'm going to heaven, but I just don't think he has any interest in healing my body or making sure that I have enough or, you know, I've done too much. I've destroyed too much. I've squandered too much. Isn't it a good thing that the prodigal son didn't believe that about his father? He didn't believe that if he squandered everything his father gave him, that his father wouldn't receive him back. He intended to go and be a servant, but his father received him as his son. That's a powerful testimony, beloved, and that's something that we ourselves should be grabbing hold of. So as we close out our show today, I want to just ask you, As we yield, be listening for what God wants to unleash you from in the second quarter. Maybe he wants to unleash your passions so that you can discover your purpose, and he wants to fully release you into your calling this year. Would love to be a part of that with you. That's our heart and our desire here at Blooming Inspired Network, is to help women become equipped and empowered to walk in their role and reign in God's kingdom. Maybe what you're experiencing is pain and woundedness from the past, the traumas that you've experienced or things that other people have done to you that you're just having a hard time um, with because they're so painful. Beloved, he wants to unleash your heart today and set you free from that pain. He wants to set you free from the trauma and transform those memories so that even if you recall what happened to you, You don't remember the pain. You don't remember the agony. You don't carry that into your future because your destiny exists apart from all of that. Yes, your experience can help you meet the needs of others because you have compassion for them. You can understand where they are and why they live the way they do. But it is not your role to live as that for the rest of your life. So maybe there's forgiveness that needs to happen. Maybe you need to break some vows and some ways that you've chosen to protect yourself apart from God. Maybe you just need to rest in Him and trust Him. Whatever it is, beloved, I pray today that the Lord would unleash you to His destiny, His plan, His purpose, and that you He would unleash His heart in you, that you would come to know Him as He is, and not as you have always perceived him to be. I pray you would see him as a rewarder and a good father and a lover of your soul who desires to redeem you to the uttermost. I pray as you are unleashed that your passions and your experiences and all of the ways that God created you and all of the ways that Jesus wants to express himself through you would come to life and would declare your purpose upon the earth. And I ask humbly, God, for you to speak to your servants because we are listening. We desire to hear from you. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, that's all the time we have today. But I want to encourage you, jump over to our website, bloominginspirednetwork.com. Click the events tab. Click the yield fast and devotion link and register to join us for a 40-day fast that begins Monday, January 28th. We are going to fast for 40 days. I really feel like this is something that God is calling to do, calling us to do. We may be yielding relationships. We may be yielding appetites. Do what God asks you to do in those 40 days. He may be asking you to yield your time to Him. Perhaps you've gotten into a busy season and you don't, you ha- you've forsaken your time with God. Or maybe you have a relationship that's not not where you want it to be. And he wants you to take a break from social media or watching television or some of the other things that you plug yourself into and focus on that relationship for the next 40 days. Whatever it is he calls you to, I want to ask you, would you join us and walk arm in arm with us through this fasting season. We will be doing this devotion by email only. That's why the registration is important. The registration is free. There's, it doesn't cost you anything. All you're doing is letting me know you want to participate, giving me your email so we can send out your email every day. And so for 40 days, we're going to be on this journey together. Me personally, the fast that I'm choosing is I'm going to, um, Drink juices and broths during the day and eat a very small um, meatless meal in the evening and drink lots of water. And so that is my fast. Um, that is what I'm choosing to do. But again, you, if you have health issues that you're concerned about, you need to talk to your doctor you need to consult your physician. Maybe a Daniel fast would be the right fast for you. That's a 21-day fast of not eating meats and breads and sweets. So you eliminate sugar, you eliminate um, grains and breads, and you eliminate uh, meat. And so you're eating choice fruits and vegetables, which juices would be included in that, and water each meal. And so that's a good starter fast. Um, I am doing something that challenges me both physically and, and mentally and emotionally because I realize I have some attachments to food. And so I don't want to carry that any further into this year than than is necessary. And so I wanna break those unhealthy attachments to food. And so I'm gonna be depending on God for a deeper level as I fast into this new season. So I'm calling a corporate fast. And here's the thing you should know about a corporate fast historically when you call a corporate fast if one person experiences a breakthrough while doing the fast together with a group of people everybody in the group gets the benefit of that breakthrough and this is a year of breakthrough the other thing I want to highlight is as we come out of the fast in the month of March it'll be the first week of March when it concludes we'll celebrate around March the 8th the 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 last day of the fast and then the next month is Easter April is Easter. And so you're going to be setting aside this time to know the Lord. A lot of people observe Lent and, and set aside something as a sacrifice towards Christ. So I'm just asking you to enter into this. This is by no means a Lenten fast. It is a, it is a called fast and it is a daily fast. And I'm just asking you, what is it that you desire most from God in this season? And what would you be seeking his heart for? Me personally, I'm seeking that he would continue to define these keys that he's given me for 2019, because I believe these keys are going to unlock destiny and purpose, not only in my life, but in your life and in in places in the body of Christ that we haven't even thought about that they could possibly open up. Our Bible study is on Saturday. Um, It's this Saturday, January the 26th. We'll be meeting at 10 a.m. live here in Granbury. If you're in the area, we'd love to have you at the table with us in person. But if you can't make it, you're perfectly welcome to watch us online. We start the video online at 10.30 every Saturday morning that we meet. And so that 10.30 um, time slot is when we go live on Facebook and you can find us at facebook.com forward slash bloominginspired. You can also connect with us at Twitter, facebook.com forward slash bloom inspire Net, and we're on Instagram at bloominginspired. We would love to hear from you. So if you'd like to reach out to us, you can DM us at any of those places or you can email us admin at blooming inspired Network.com. Also, I don't know if you realize this or not, but everybody on our team Jennifer and Michelle, who does the Redeem Rebel podcast, and myself, and some other ladies that I I partner with, we are all human beings. That means that we are not perfect, that we don't hit it 100% all the time. And this past week, we noticed that I missed it when I was creating a graphic, and I got the scripture reference wrong. I forgot to change it when I made the graphic. And so rather than change out the whole post, I put an update on there and offered eight of my handmade bookmarks that I make as a visual artist for the person who could cite the correct and accurate scripture reference that went with the scripture in the graphic quote. Well, today or actually this yesterday, Jean Reno shared that she liked the post, but actually it was Hebrews 11 one. And I had a passage from Corinthians um, cited there. And so she won the bookmarks and I'll be sending them out to her today. And I'm so excited that she connected and that she corrected our mistake. You know, isn't that what we're here for? We're here not to ridicule and mock you when you stumble and fall, but to link arms with you, pick you up and lend our strength to the areas where you feel weak. And so this is a perfect picture of that. And I'm grateful for Jean and what she did by sharing that scripture reference. I had seen the typo, but I asked for you guys to identify it because it was just a a fun way to involve you in our process here at blooming inspired network so i'm going to remind you as i always do blooming where your planet is the first step to living your wildest dreams so live your lives blooming alive you have been listening to the blooming inspired podcast on blooming inspired podcast network this show airs monday through friday at 11 a.m central time To learn more about this podcast, its network, or the Ministry of Blooming Inspired Network, please visit bloominginspirednetwork.com and select the podcast link at the top of the page. Thank you for listening.